Good evening, and welcome to Blendertainment. I'm your host, Andy Sullivan. Um, I took a week off from the podcast, and it uh, feels like I took two off. So, um, I missed um, the Royal Rumble. Well, I saw it. Uh, I wasn't really thrilled about it. I guess that's why I didn't come on and record. Um, Brock Lesnar won it, and that got me thinking about past winners. And so Edge won it last year. It got me thinking about um, who was the last Rumble winner of consequence. And um, here's a little trivia. Um, Who has won two Royal Rumbles? To date, only five men who have been one of the starting two wrestlers have won the Royal Rumble. Shawn Michaels in 1995, Vince McMahon in 1999, and the late Chris Benoit in 2004. Um, Oh, as well as Rey Mysterio in 2006, and last year, Edge in 2021. Um, Michaels, Benoit, and Edge were entrant number one, while McMahon and Mysterio were number two. Now, as far as who won the most Rumbles, that goes to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold won the Rumble. He won three. He won in 97, 98, and 2001. Let's see. Um... The winner of the let's see, um, well, crap. The winner of um, the most Royal Rumbles. Well, I told you, Stone Cold Steve Austin. who has been in the most Royal Rumbles? The Undertaker has been in 19 Royal Rumble matches with a record of 6 and 13. Randy Orton has been in 18 Royal Rumble matches with a record of 4 and 14. Shawn Michaels has been in 18 Royal Rumble matches. With a record of 5, 11, or 6, 11, and 1. Now, the 1 is. Why the 1? Because the 1. Oh, I guess. I guess they're counting. Maybe they're counting the 1 where Shawn Michaels' feet touch the floor.
anyway, the last rumble I know of, there were two winners that two men went to WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania 10. Bret Hart and Lex Luger. One referee thought Bret Hart won the rumble. One thought Lex Luger won the rumble. So they had two title matches. Um, and Bret Hart, who had lost to Owen earlier in the evening, won the title. Back to um, back to what I was getting at, though. Um, back to what I was talking about. Um, see, Randy Orton has been in 18 rumble matches with a record of four and 14. Shawn Michaels has been in 18, winning six. The Miz has been in 18, winning three. Um. Wrestlers with the most Royal Rumble appearances The wrestler with the most Royal Rumble matches 23 going to Kane um, I would imagine that Randy Orton will pass that Because he's at 19 And Kane has I guess pretty much hung it up uh, being that he's uh, in politics now, um, he would usually come out and make an appearance to say just to say he was in the rumble, but he did not this year. Let's see, uh, Randy Orton's been in 19, Miz has been in 19, Taker 19, Shawn Michaels 18. Dolph, 17. Um, and, ah, let's go on down the list here. Um, Dustin Rhodes has been in 17. Paul White, 17. Edge, 16. Cena, 16. Rey Mysterio, 16. Triple H, 16. Chris Jericho 16, Kofi Kingston 15, Brock Lesnar 13. Let's. I'm not going to go down the rest of the list, but uh, I want to talk about how they basically have um, screwed over Kofi Kingston. Um, and this year it looks like uh, Big E has been added to the list. Because he got eliminated pretty, um, pretty expeditiously. How you like that word, huh? Expeditiously. And as did Kofi, which kind of makes me wonder. No, I'm not going to do conspiracy. Too many people do that crap. Um, the first Royal Rumble winner 
was are you ready for this the first Royal Rumble winner was um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan that's right that's right um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan won the very first Royal Rumble in um, Let's see, 1988, Sunday, January 24th, 1988, in Hamilton, Ontario, Jim Duggan won by last eliminating the one-man gang. Now, this was, this was before they were given title shots away to the winner. Um, Big John Stud won it. Big John Stud, the late Big John Stud, won it in 1989. 1990, which I believe was the first year that. Oh, no, 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 wait a minute. 1990, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was the champion in 1990. I don't know. I don't know what the hell the deal was there. I didn't really start watching wrestling until probably 1991. Um, 1991, Hulk Hogan won the Rumble by last eliminating Earthquake. So he went to WrestleMania and dethroned Sergeant Slaughter that I believe was the first rumble that the winner got a title shot um, the next year 1992 Ric Flair won the world rumble the WWF championship was declared vacant um, and the winner of the Rumble was to become champion. Ric Flair won the Rumble. Ric Flair won the championship. And a few months later, he lost it to Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania. Now, they did not do like they do these days, where, you know, sometimes they'll have... Um, sometimes they'll have contender matches to name a challenger. No, um, for WrestleMania 8, they... There was a press conference. Um, they named... The, there was a press conference with Randy Savage, Sid Justice, Hulk Hogan, and Ric Flair in attendance. And Randy Savage was named the number one contender. And we soon had Hulk Hogan and Sid Justice at WrestleMania 8 as well, but um, that's that's not Rumble-related. Um, Yokozuna won the 93 Rumble, going on to defeat Bret Hart for the WWF Championship. Um, Bret Hart and Lex Luger 
were co-winners of the Royal Rumble. The first and only time that's happened. So there were two title matches at WrestleMania 10, and Lex Luger failed in his attempt, and Bret Hart, after losing to Owen earlier that night, Bret Hart won the title. Everybody was celebrating the ring, and Owen Hart stood on the stage and just looked. And they, there was offers for him to come in, but he wasn't going to go in. Um, the next year, um, Shawn Michaels in 95, he lost his title bid. But in 96, he won again. And he beat Bret Hart. Um, 97, Stone Cold Steve Austin. 98, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He won the title both times. Um, 99, Mr. McMahon. Yes, that's right. Mr. McMahon. Um, he eliminates Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was kind of a black eye. To have the owner of company, your company win the damn Rumble. Um, 2000, The Rock eliminated The Big Show to win it. Uh, 2001, Stone Cold Steve Austin last eliminated Kane. 2002, Triple H last eliminated Kurt Angle. 2003, Brock Lesnar. 2004, Chris Benoit. I don't know if anybody wants to mention that anymore because of what happened. Um, 2005, Batista. 2006, Ray. 2007, Undertaker finally wins it. Um, 2008, John Cena. 2009, Randy Orton. 2010, Edge. 11, Del Rio. 12, Sheamus. 13, John Cena, 14, Batista, 15, Roman Reigns, 16, Triple H, 2017, Randy Orton, in 2018, they started um, having, wait a minute, okay, 2000, uh, screw, 2018, they started doing the Women's Royal Rumble, Oscar. Shinsuke Nakamura, respectively. Um, the Shinsuke experience for WWF was big failure, at least for world title. Um, 2019, Seth Rollins and Peggy Lynch. 2020, Drew McIntyre and Charlotte Flair. 2021, Edge and Bianca. And this year, Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey, which that must make everybody who busts their ass for a year in WWE feel great that a couple of part-timers can walk in and win the Rumble. Although I must say that Brock Lesnar has been, he's been around for a lot longer this trip than people have expected. Excuse me while I take a drink. Fine water. So, 
Um, another thing was the last time that a Royal Rumble, Rum, Royal Rumble winner, that is hard to say, actually elevated someone. Um, <laughs> well, I guess, I guess Stone Cold wasn't really... Stone Cold winning the Rumble kind of elevated him in the stratosphere, which that was a long-ass time ago. Um, I do... I remember when the Rumble used to elevate people. That's why this year's was a little bit of a letdown for me, because, you know, Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey Come on. That's that that that's some that's crap. Um my AEW thoughts, well um you can um you can look at my no DQ column for those. Um because I want to move on to UK basketball. Right now, okay, the last two games, um, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't on here for, um, but the last game was Saturday. They beat Alabama, Kentucky beat Alabama 66 to 55, improving their record to 19 and 4, 8 and overall, 8 and 2 in the SEC. Um, let's see who is the, oh. Ty-Ty Washington scored 15 points. Oscar Sheedway had 15 rebounds. Oscar Sheedway is a rebound machine, I tell ya. If he's not in consideration for player of the year, at least defensive player of the year, then something is up because he's really he, he's burning it up um their win over Alabama was their fourth straight um five players scored in double digits for Kentucky again 19 and 4 9 and 2 in the conference led by Washington Damian Collins Kellen Grady Keon Brooks and Sheedway all with 10 points um, Alabama, which fell to 14-9, 4-6 in the shot 28% from the field and 10% from three-point range, the latter being the worst in Coach Nate Holt's tenure. Charles Bidiaco scored 12 points and had eight rebounds to lead Alabama. 
Alabama missed 12 shots in a row in the second half during a stretch where Kentucky pushed its lead from 4 points to 11. And the big picture, the Wildcats are two games behind Auburn in the SEC standings and lost the one head-to-head matchup of the season making a regular season SEC championship unlikely for the Cats. Alabama, the tie did not have what it took to beat Kentucky like they did last season, but to be fair, everybody beat Kentucky's ass last season. And they, um, up next, Kentucky is at South Carolina this Tuesday. Alabama is at Ole Miss on Wednesday for the first game against an unranked team in two weeks. So that is upcoming for Kentucky. Um, As I just said, Kentucky and South Carolina and their next game after that, February 12th, is an afternoon game, Kentucky and Florida. And after that, Tuesday, February 15th, is Kentucky versus Tennessee. And that is um, the Cats, a little Cats wrap up. Um, I could wrap up Western Kentucky, but let's be honest, Western Kentucky is not doing so great this year. Um, They're not quite as bad as Kentucky was last year, but they're not much better. (laughs) Now, another thing that happened last week that I didn't get to talk about. I will talk about this week because it was amazing was the conference championship games. The NFL conference championship game. Um, The Cincinnati Bengals completed the largest comeback in AFC history um so they are on their way to meet the Rams of St. Louis um well excuse me formerly St. Louis uh Los Angeles now um Sunday night next Sunday night um well it'll be this coming Sunday night, if you're listening to it, listening to this podcast during the week, but I'm recording it on February 6th, so it's a week from tonight. And I wondered how the Detroit Lions fans felt last Sunday night, because they traded away their quarterback, Matthew Stafford, to the Rams, and in his first year with the Rams, he leads them to the Super Bowl. The only bowl Detroit has ever gotten to 
is the toilet bowl. Okay, see, right about now, I would have done a brunch. But, you know, this is podcast and I don't have, um, well, actually, I guess I could have looked up a rim shot on my sounds, couldn't I? Oh, well, uh, the opportunity was missed, isn't it? Uh, Okay, so, um, the next thing we have, um, this was a little more recent, um, and this is cool. I don't know if you guys have the Paramount Network, but my journey into Paramount Network began this past Friday night, just a couple days ago, um, I cut up on 1883. Now, they, um, they started out on the Paramount Network. They aired the first two episodes, I believe, on there. And, um, they were good. They were really good. And they, they want to sucker you in. And, boy, they suckered. Because I got it. And let me tell you, it's freaking awesome. I'm going to be honest with you. I think the only apps you need are Paramount Network or Paramount Plus, Hulu, and Peacock. You don't even need Netflix anymore. I don't remember the last time I've watched anything on Netflix. But getting back to Paramount, um, I caught up on 1883. I finished it actually tonight. Well, I got completely caught up. I hope I haven't. I, I finished the first season tonight. And I started uh, Mayor of Kingstown. That one. Whew, that one's a that one's, that one's a kind of a rough one. Um, I just watched the first episode of it until uh, it was time to take a shower, and there is a ton of other stuff to get on there to watch on there. Stuff that I mean, you got old MTV stuff. You got stuff like. MTV Unplugged, um, Beavis and Butthead, uh, I don't even, I don't even know what all, I, I didn't look through the entire catalog, it's almost like HBO Max, you can't look through the entire catalog, it's just, if you don't have it, I suggest that you get it. Um, I finally found a card, a prepaid card, to use. Um, I haven't. Um, let's see, where did I find that? Um, Walmart, I believe. 
it was, I think it was right before Christmas. But, um, yeah, if you can check out Paramount Plus because it is definitely worth it. I would, um, I would give up, let's see, I've got Peacock, Hulu, Netflix, which it's on hold right now because I haven't updated payment on it and I may not because Netflix sucks now. Um, <laughs> and they're raising prices again, which sucks. I think they're going to, um, one of these days I wouldn't be shocked if they went to $30. I think they're at, let's see, they're close to 20 right now, I think, maybe. Uh, yeah, they, they started out a long time ago, they were like, I think they were 10 bucks. It's hard to believe that they were actually ever there, but they were. Um, before I talk about my last thing, um, I'm going to switch things up and do a little, um, do my music pick. I usually do it last, but I've been listening to, um, you know, I've been telling about talking about, um, how prices have been going up for everything. Um, well, it's like that for Sirius XM as well. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Spotify and I've been listening to Queen Radio on Spotify. Um, they don't just have Queen. Um, Bee Gees, Queen, Journey, Rolling Stones, Aerosmith, Guns N' Roses, Led Zeppelin, Heart, um, Toto, Billy Joel, George Harrison, and then of course at the bottom of the selection they will give you uh, the You Might Also Like, which I enjoy that. That's cool. So, yeah, that's my pick of the week, uh, Queen Radio on Spotify. Usually, um, what you do is uh, just in the search engine, you type in an artist you like, and you have an opportunity to make your own station. Or, or you can... Um, make your own playlist, which obviously love doing that. Um, so the next thing that uh, the last thing that I'm going to talk about tonight um, is FOMO. I do get FOMO, which if you don't know, is fear of missing out. Um, 
for instance, um, whenever, and I, and I know that seeing that online life and real life is two different things. I understand that. But whenever I see one of my favorite, whatever, what one of my favorite artists is up to online, ah, sometimes I wish I could be doing something that cool or that maybe I could join them. Um, yeah, the odds of me joining Kelsey Ballerini doing anything pretty low pretty low um in hindsight um I do love um writing and I love hosting this podcast so I guess I'm doing some pretty cool things yeah I'm doing some pretty cool things. Um, all I need to do sometimes is top myself down. Um, just say, or top myself up, maybe. Just say, um, hey, you're, um, you're doing you, man, and you're, you're doing your thing. And you're doing what makes you happy. And that's something everybody needs to say to themselves. Just, um. Go, look in the mirror, go right now, I'll wait, I can only assume that you're walking right now, walking to the mirror, walking to look for a mirror maybe, where's a mirror you're asking yourself, there are no mirrors in this place, where's a damn mirror? I got to find me a damn mirror to complete this. I finally found me a mirror. Okay. Well, if you finally found a mirror, or if you don't have a mirror, you can just um, take your phone out, open your camera function, and push the little reversey thing in the lower right-hand corner to where the camera goes back to you, and you can say that, hey, you, you're doing okay. You're doing just fine. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're doing what you want to be doing. And if you're not doing what you want to be doing, you better look in that camera phone. And you better ask yourself, what do I want to be doing? And what you do is when you do that soul search and you find out what you want to be doing, you do it. I don't care somebody tells you you can't they're full of shit because you can't so that's that's all I needed to do and that's all that's what you need to do two years ago I would have never thought that I would sustain a podcast for these two years 13 years ago when I started my Beach Tree column I never thought I'd still be going strong over a decade later same with my no DQ column that I started a few years ago so I guess I'm doing okay and I write the occasional story in the occasional poem 
So, yeah, you just, um, you just go do you, man, or woman, and everything will be okay. If you want to write, then write. If you want to host a podcast, host a podcast. If you want to teach, well, you have to go to school for that, but teach. Um, If you want to start playing guitar, pick up a guitar and start playing. I'll tell you right now that you're going to love it. Um, I've been doing that since I was a sophomore in high school, and... I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Excuse me. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Ah, screw it. There ain't no English teacher will listen to this thing. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Um, <laughs> well, that's, um, that's all I got for tonight. Um, I will, uh, see you guys back here next, well, I won't see you because it's a podcast. Um, I'll catch you guys back here next week. Maybe, yeah, yeah, that's it. I'll catch you guys back here next week, and um, we'll talk. Um, we'll talk a little wrestling. We'll talk a little TV. We'll talk a little Super Bowl. It'll be fun. Um, oh, by the way, TV wise. I would have given you my TV rundown, but I think everything this week is a repeat because nobody wants to go head-to-head with the Olympics, which I totally get that. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched a minute of the Olympics. Um, I'm just not a Winter Olympics guy. I'm more of a Summer Olympics guy. Um, I dug those Summer Olympics sports, man. I do. And the Winter ones, I just... Eh. I don't know. I mean, I'm not... I'm not putting down anybody who digs it. It's fine. If you dig it, watch it. Cool. Um, and big props to the um, to the athletes, obviously, because that's a special God-given talent that I don't have. Um, well, that's um, that is all I got for this week. And um, as always. I want you to the three things as Michael DeBar has taught us the OG Murdoch on his radio show on Little Stevens Underground Garage be kind, be cool and be courageous and I will catch you guys next week peace out <laughs> lighter. I said lighter. Okay, I'm really gone this time. Bye-bye.